Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah. Okay. Well. Hello. Uh, this is episode thirteen of Bud Pod, the unlucky episode. Well, put a black cat's lucky paw on your best mirrored ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for some bad luck, everyone. Have you had a bad luck week, Pierre, or is bad luck coming? I think I've had my bad luck. What happened? I lost my lovely headphones. Oh no! They disappeared. Oh yeah, this is on your trip back from gigging in Wales, in Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. In, in Cardiff, where where the people were very Welsh. Yeah, they're pretty Welsh in Cardiff. <clears throat> I even heard some Welsh speaking, which is more unusual down south. It is very rare down south. Wait, yeah, yeah, it's a northern thing, isn't it? Oh, it's there's both, there's both, but like, it's it's not, it's certainly it's certainly I it's, I don't think it's a city thing. I don't know, but yeah, it's always um, amazing to try and focus your ear on some Welsh, yeah, some audible Welsh. It's quite a dis. It's quite a disconcerting feeling in the UK because a non-English language spoken by uh, um, a British person is very rare. Yes. And so suddenly it feels like you've, you've been cursed. <laughs> now now uh, all the, the, the tongues of men are unintelligible to you kind of thing, like a sort of a Tower of Babel. You may no longer comprehend the language around you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, did I hit my head? And everyone's around you just going, Askri, <laughs> Being cursed at the bus stop. But, <laughs> but also so rare, not just for a British person to speak a non-English language, but to speak it totally fluently to another British person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To the point where they're both just standing there going, <laughs> oh yeah, boodly, 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 just yeah. in a different language having like, what you can see is a normal chat. With no... Uh, Commonly identifiable root words like any Latin or Greek words. Yeah, just every, every now and then, oh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, computer. And you go, oh, oh, this language is too old. They didn't have computers. And they have not updated it for the modern world. It is full of ancient wisdoms. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, uh, I don't know. So maybe, maybe that's what happened to your headphones. Maybe they were cursed off you by... <gasps> Merlin has them. By a Cardiffian uh, warlock. Yes. What do you call someone from Cardiff? I, I don't know, actually. Cardish? Cardiffian? A card. A real card. A card. Um, I'm, I'm not so, sure, yeah. I'm sorry you've lost your headphones. They it, were nice boys as well. Yeah, buying nice headphones is such a... You can never, you, will, you will never relax for the rest of your life. It's a, Faust, you have, a Faustian pack. It really is. <laughs> I made a deal with the devil for crystal clear hearing, <laughs> but at any point I could be down 200 pounds. <laughs> That's like uh, nice headphones are the uh, designer sunglasses of the ear. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, my, my week has been uh, not too unlucky, so I'm worried um, that my bad luck is going to happen in the coming week and that I'm going to get milkshaked. Oh, no. 
I'm because gonna... you're running as a... <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to get milkshaked. How funny would it be if you were running as like a Brexit MEP for like the, for the London area? That would be so funny. What a, what a right turn. Oh, it'd be left. Oh, it'd be a right turn, yeah. What a yeah. right turn for old Wayne. It would be so odd. It would be such an odd, like, it wouldn't... It would, I'd you... get a lot of publicity for a couple of weeks and then my career would be over. <clears throat> yeah, there's a real chance Because I'd become that guy. And you haven't laid the groundwork to successfully become one of the, quote, only right-wing comedians, end quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would come out of nowhere. It would look very, very cynical and ca- yeah. it would calculated. Look, it would look cynical or there's something quite upsetting about sudden changes in behavior because it implies that you've actually been like this the whole time, if you're being honest. So either it's cynical or if it's sincere, you've, this is just boiled over. Like you've been trying desperately right. to suppress your Brexit partiness for so long that it's exploded and now here you are with a big rosette on your chest. I guess I'm worried that milkshaking is going to extend to even people who are not on the far right. And just everyone. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just worried I'm going to get milkshaked. I th- yeah, I mean... I, I think this is going to become one of the, um, society's leading anxieties. A prank war. Yeah, just... Um, yeah. Did you ever have a prank war at your school that got out of hand? None that I took part in. I, I don't like pranks. I find pranks really stupid. Pranks are, by and large, very bad. Mm. There are very few good pranks. Some are, some are very funny. But they need to be so carefully thought out and contextually interesting. What, what, did you have any good ones? We didn't have good ones. I remember sack tapping got out of hand. Oh, sack tapping. I don't yeah. Know, kind of, yeah, I got sack tapped once. It was abso- a couple, few times, actually. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, really horrible. If you don't know, uh, listener, it's uh, when someone taps your sack. Uh, yeah, your ball sack there. It's like a light backhanded tap on your nuts. And uh, it got and so the, out of control at school that people were walking around with books and, on top of their dicks. But the skill of it is to... Um, tap the sack lightly enough so that the initial initial contact doesn't really feel of anything. It feels like nothing. And then it calms around. Yeah, the nausea. Yeah, the, it goes up into your stomach and you get this weird stomach ache. And yeah, it's awful. It's such a unique pain being um, hit in the balls. It's like um, it's it's like the it's like the pain version of when you do a shot of whiskey. Right, and right. There's an initial like, ah, oh, and then oh, a slow uh, warming. You, you go, oh, 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 actually, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, but then you feel the warm, the whiskey, you can feel it spread in your stomach, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. That warmth. Imagine that, it's pain. And instead of your mouth, it was your sack. <laughs> That's how I describe it. Anyone listening without a sack? Yeah. Um, would you milkshake anyone? I think I would milkshake someone. I think every, I think every human, Phil, deep in their soul, has a milkshake threshold. I was probably explain milkshaking to um, <gasps> people who are not in the UK. You're correct, though. Let me just shut the window, because I can imagine there's going to be a lot of traffic soon. Um, uh, okay, so for anyone... We have a couple of American listeners, which is very glamorous. Yeah. So, to explain to you, there's been a, a, a phenomenon in the UK recently of people uh, expressing their distaste for further right members of a political yeah. firmament by randomly throwing milkshakes at them in the street. On them? Um, at them and then on them, if they're successful. I, th- I think uh, it's important to be clear that thus far, milkshaking has not involved throwing the container. Ah, okay, okay. It's been a pouring liquid action. So as to minimize any actual Damage. physical trauma. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why I'm more relaxed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, 
having a it is just pure humiliation isn't it it's totally not, that's why it's, it's like it's more annoying right because you yeah. can't be like like if someone throws an egg at you you'd be like that really hurt actually like when you're a kid and <laughs> someone complains <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> no that no that really hurt you know, it was quite hard actually that's the most every <clears throat> annoying adult says says that that way mm-hmm. that, no that really hurt yeah 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 Oh, that, just that, hearing that makes me want to scream that that person is a very annoying person. That, that where the snowball had too much ice in it. Yeah, yeah. Don't say that. Really? Just go, oh, fuck! That's, <laughs> say that like a normal person. Don't, oh, that really hurt. That really hurt, What are you, actually? prefect? Ridiculous. <laughs> just go, fuck! Oh! You know. Also, like, uh, yeah, so exactly. To avoid that really hurt, uh, where it's like an egg, if it hits you in the eye. That could have gone in my eye. That's the yeah. next thing they say. That really hurt, actually. <laughs> Could have gone in my eye. They always say those two things in a row. Yeah. Uh, instead of that, they just go, I'm covered in a dessert. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... that's so oh, I'm going to have to wash this. Yeah, and you go, yeah, well, you were going to have to wash it anyway. And yeah. now you have to stop leafleting for your fucking fascist party or whatever it is, Tommy Robinson. It is a, it is a good protest because it is very humiliating, but <clears throat> so far down the violence spectrum from what... Uh, the victims are yeah. campaigning for, or, or or how the victims operate. I've read a good uh, read a good article which I tweeted, which is someone like defending it because they were pointing out that like Ed Miliband got egged mm-hmm. and just like laughed it off, made a joke about it. Arnold Schwarzenegger got egged mm-hmm. when he was campaigning. Well, back in the day, back for in the, California, back in the day, he got egged. You know what he said? Um, protein. Oh, that would have been good. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Listener, send in your best Arnold Schwarzenegger being egged themed comebacks. <laughs> Protein's a good one. What he actually said was, that guy owes me some bacon. Oh, yeah. That's which great. Is good. That's very good. But the article is making the point that these instances of humiliation give us a chance to see who these people really are. Yes. Whereas when Tommy Robinson had some, a little bit of milk on his haircut, he immediately punched a woman in the face or like tried to kill that guy and his friend punched the woman in the face and yeah, like yeah, yeah. knocked her out. Well, did you guys... Immediate angry violence. So you go, okay, well. It's almost like he's a convicted football hooligan and mortgage fraudster. Uh, how strange. <laughs> in, when I was in Australia, did you guys get the story about Fraser Anning, the senator there who got egged by a boy? Egg boy? Yeah, egg boy. Egg, egg boy got here? Oh, egg boy was a global smash. Uh, or at least right. for people who spend too much time on Twitter like I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the way the Fraser Anning just turned after getting hit, like, the, how quickly he got violent. Yeah. He just turned around and just swung. Yeah. Without even taking a second to comprehend the situation. Yeah. And you go, oh, right, that's what that person is like when... That person is pure rage. You get rage. this flash of honesty. That's it, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should just, everyone, it's like a ritual now. Mm. At some point, you'll be milkshaked, and in that moment, your truth But it won't work anymore because people know it's coming. So everyone, they'll be like milkshaking coaches. <laughs> you know, politicians will take milkshake training well, of how to behave when they get milkshake. They'll just be like, it, will it be like in the Matrix? <laughs> where where Ed, Ed Miliband is in this kind of infinite white space and, <laughs> and uh, Morpheus is just busy sloshing desserts on Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, those, all these racks, all these racks of milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's got to come up with as many sort of dairy. At least it's not a bacon sandwich. Everyone's like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So now, yeah, now, now you're worried that... It, but then you're, you might get milkshake, but you know, then you'll, you'll react and we'll meet the real Phil. 
I don't want people to know the real Phil. I don't you immediately to know check just out how a knife violent, just in yeah. their eye. Just I don't want people to know just how violent I am. <laughs> well, you're a, well, you're a black belt in a martial art. Yeah. Which is a fact that you don't tell people, but I tell people. Which well, is I gained it through some measure of nepotism. Yeah. Um, I knew the, um, the instructor, yeah. my uncle. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I completely earned that black belt, and I do not want to be tested on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just sat there eating... Eating lollies, and they were like, ah, oh, that's the way he's eating the lolly, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're up to brown belt. Brown belt's high up, isn't it? Brown belt's right below black. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there were loads of brown belts who were so much better than me. Yeah. Well, you, the, 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 there were these old guys who really took it seriously and didn't want the black belt until they'd really nailed it. Um, Whereas I was like, yeah, I'm going to the UK soon. Can I get, just get a black belt? Can I just have a black belt so I can freak out the natives? <laughs> yeah, that's good. But that's isn't that always the case where, like... Uh, there's that type of person who's like the guy in the fantasy movie. He's like, I will, I, I will only call myself a knight when I have defeated every great warrior in the land. Or yeah. You go, man, it's a or I'm, I'm like the worm uh, <laughs> Joffrey one. Yeah, no, I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, give me my black man. <laughs> You'd make a great, like, spoiled king. Yeah? Yeah, well, because it's so not how you behave in the day. If you see what I mean. If you ask some people, that is exactly who I am. Like, Fern Brady is obsessed with the idea that I am uh, a horrible little rich prince. Really? She calls me the Malaysian prince. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Fern Brady for bringing that to the podcast. And in general, hello, Fern. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also Fern overegs just how much of a an orc she is. I remember that um, she once... I don't know if it was on stage or if it was just after a gig, but she referred to... She tried to, like, she referred to, like, my ancestors as being really fancy. Yours? Yeah. Yeah. But they're just, like, farmers and soldiers who moved to Africa from Italy and France. Uh-huh. Like, they're not fancy. Uh... But because they're from France and Italy. Okay. She's like... Ooh! But she was like, oh, they're, like, so fancy, like, all these, ooh, Italian... You know, like, you know like, not every Italian is, like, the Pope or something, right? <laughs> like, not every Italian is uh, Leonardo da Vinci. I think yeah, that's... like your 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 ancestors could have all been just fucking Berlusconi's, yeah, gross, horrible troll men, yeah, <laughs> without even the money. Um, she's she's doing that very British thing of mistaking any diversity in your background for being fancy, because in Britain it's fancy to not just be from the same village for a thousand years. Mm. And I think she's said in the past that she's like, as far as she's aware, she's just like that. Just, just, yeah, just when, a when, straight when, like every every ancestor from within ten miles of the well. Well, when I first moved to the UK and I told people I was from Malaysia, they'd say like, "Oh, wow, Malaysia!" <laughs> just from the sound of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you, you've never, you don't know what I'm talking about. That's that's like no other country has a, a shit part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Every other country is the best bits we've seen extrapolated to well, 100%. We've, we, we've often enjoyed the, the adverts for going to Malaysia where it's just, um, it's sort of uh, uh, Malaysian looking guys in sort of formal East Asian dress, like traditional dress, swirling big tablecloths <laughs> over like... Uh, uh, tables that are then like covered in just bowls of loose spice <laughs> yeah. as if that's how you spice your food like you just <laughs> slap it on top of cooked unspiced food and just uh, like that whole tourism campaign 
Yeah. Malaysia. Ooh. And all. <laughs> <laughs> like there are no slums or whatever. Uh, yeah, so I'm worried I'm going to get milkshake. I think you're going to get milkshake now. I hope. For, for something I've said on this podcast, maybe. You've made fun of people's love of Malaysia. I English people go, it, it's full of the magic of the Orient for me. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll just throw a big milkshake on you. <laughs> Nigel Farage got milkshake yes, yesterday. I don't feel too bad about him getting milkshake. As long as I don't throw the container. Yes. That's that, that really hurt. <laughs> that really hurt. The, the, the corner got me there. Yeah. That really hurt. The rim of the base could have got me in the eye. Oh, I'm a pilot. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a pilot. I'm, that really hurt. I'm a pilot. Oh, I'm supposed to fly my plane now. I'm supposed to drink this milkshake now. Visit a land of surprises. Visit a land of unknown treasures. Visit a land of new sights and new sounds and smells. Visit foreign. Go somewhere foreign. Come here. Look how foreign this place is. The food is different. The people smile. And the spices are bright and red. Come. You won't understand what people are saying, but they're all being nice. Don't worry. They're saying, oh, look. Their hair looks good, and they look like they have um, a rewarding profession back home. I'm glad they have visited us here in foreign. Many great deals are available to travel to foreign. Get on a bike and cycle to foreign. Get on a plane and fly to foreign. (laughs) You will not be disappointed when you discover the mysteries of abroad. Uh, 900 pounds. Um, something pretty shocking happened to me the other... Uh, no, well, it didn't happen to me. It happened around me. Shocking? Yeah, it was quite shocking, I suppose. I was, um, uh, it was Friday night. I had two gigs in London. First one was in King's Cross. Second was in Shepherd's Bush. I got on the tube uh, from King's Cross after doing the first one. That's a, quite an easy double. Very nice. Just yeah. on the Hammersmith and City line. Chugga, 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 chug. Yeah. When we got to Edgware Road... Uh, oh, well. Sorry, before this. I, I bumped into someone from university. Uh, on the King, tube? Yeah, on the tube. And so we were like, oh, hey. So we just sort of sat together and just caught up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we got to Edgware Road. And as we're chatting, uh, we hear um, a guy at the end of uh, the carriage start speaking out loud, which happens a lot, you know, um, homeless, you know, homeless people, they, they do um, a speech or they make an appeal at the end of a carriage and then walk through to collect money from anyone who wants to give them any money. Yeah. And so I was chatting to uh, uh, this uni uh, pal and at the end of the carriage, this guy starts and ladies and gentlemen, uh, look, I know this is really embarrassing and everyone just kind of drops their shoulders in that way. They go, oh, here we go. And the guy go, continues, I know this is really embarrassing, but I fucked a dog. What? I fucked a dog. I, when I was a child, I fucked a dog. What? And, and everyone just goes, oh, that is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, everyone's just like, if you can just feel, you can, I didn't know you could hear people's eyebrows go up, but they were just, <laughs> and he's furious. And he's, I look over and he's really tall, lanky guy, very like droopy clothes everything's like dirty and hanging off him he goes i fucked a dog 
When I was young, I fucked a dog. And now look at me. But I didn't come. I didn't come. And the dog didn't come in me. I fucked a dog. And he just starts running down the carriage past everyone. I fucked a dog. And everyone's like, look, doesn't know where to look. Everyone's like, ah, 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 ah. Everyone's just looking around, trying to look at the floor. And he's like, I fucked a dog, but it didn't come. It didn't come. And he runs up to, down to the end of the carriage. And he's gra- just looking at these final few people at the end of the carriage. And they're just, I've never seen people look at the floor so hard. Oh, my God. But he's just ho- hovering over them. I fucked a dog, but it didn't come in me. It came on the tree. It came on a tr- up a tree. And then he takes a couple of beads. And everyone's just like, oh, my God. And there's like two seconds of silence. And he goes... So if anyone has any money, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, and and he starts like, you're hired, <laughs> and like the human in me is thinking that is fucking horrible, but the performer in me is thinking, yeah, you gotta have an edge, you gotta, you gotta find a way of standing out <sighs> from a saturated market these days, Phil. You've got to have an edge. You've got to have a thing. USP, unique selling point. And like, I started thinking about like the other... Re- the he other... really just immediately went into the, do you have any money? Yeah, pretty much. Just like, help a, help a guy out. Christ. I fucked a dog, so if it you have any... It didn't come I, But it didn't come, so it wasn't so bad, but... And I just started thinking about, like, the, the other, like, homeless people talk about this guy, like, whoa, have you heard what George's been doing? <laughs> I mean, it's out there. It's uh, if you ask me, it's just not proper, proper begging. It's not. Yeah, it's it's this new alternative begging you've heard about. Yeah, the alternative to begging. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, whoa, That's that is intense, astonishing. And 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 you don't get that really in London. Something like that's like New York subway. Yeah, yeah, crazy. You very rarely get get crazy in London. Yeah, you just get. Begging, yeah, and even then less than say New York. Absolutely, I mean New York. If you go on the New York subway after like ten p.m., that guy is every person, the, pretty much. The New York subway after ten p.m. or it's, even in the day, in my limited experience, is like a haunted carnival. Oh, it's absolutely ghastly. I've never seen a Western city with so many people eating out of bins. Hmm. Or, or so many people who. Should be in a psychiatric ward. Oh, like they, they they should have got them in a big dog catching net, like a fucking cartoon. Like these people need to be in a building, being examined and medicated, not fucking wandering about screaming about dogs. But mm. maybe, but that guy went straight back to lucidity, right? Like it was still to ask for money. He 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 returned to some amount of lucidity, but not enough lucidity to go. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> 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 that would have been so much creepier, though. right? <laughs> If he'd immediately straightened his tie and been like, oh, good, good gracious. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, was, I don't know what came over me. Mondays, right? <laughs> the, the, well, I mean, it was Friday. I guess the dog came over me. Uh, what was it? The tree. The dog came on the tree. Oh, came on the tree. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of... I that's, mean, that's the detail that made me think his story is real. Right, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. No, no one would think to make that up, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we actually disbelieve the story. What is the link between homelessness and childhood sexual experiments of the dog? That's a study that has yet to be written. Mm. What an insane thing. Yeah. And so... Yeah, uh, that was in, it was intense. 
And, and, I, so, and then, so the next day I got to in Shepherd's Bush, I told the story and everyone was like, whoa, and um, seemed to enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's a mad story. And in the context of uh, a stand-up gig, it worked. And then the next day I told it um, at the dinner table at my friend's <laughs> wedding and it didn't work as well. <laughs> that is one of the, that's a great danger of doing stand-up is you start to lose, uh, you, you lose any concept of... Anyway, you, to the bride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really didn't go down as well no. as I thought it would at the wedding. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming in. Here we go. Letters and tweets. Extra sentences. Emails. Emails. Tweets. Your email. Letters. Letters. Tweets. Text messages. Call. Emails. Tweets. Messages. Coming in. Correspondence. We've been getting some stuff through from you fuckers. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice, affectionate. Don't be one of those people, Phil. Don't be offended. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. That really hurt, actually. That really hurt, actually. (laughs) Um, Thank you very much from Charlie K, to Charlie K, rather, uh, who just said... um, uh, she she says uh, me bringing bin bags into the mainstream. She sent me a screenshot of some texts to her friend. Oh, this is your 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 word bin bags. Yeah, or something that is bad. Yeah, I, I've started. I think I've started saying it in my mind about things. That's a bit bin bags. It's, <laughs> but you came up. Did, is it from anywhere? As far as I know, I came up with it. Okay. I don't think it's from anywhere. I bet, like, with all great inventions, there's someone in Croatia who's also come up with it just yeah. at the same time. And he's he's like he's going to be really, like, rediscovered in a hundred years as this yeah. unappreciated... Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a whole social justice campaign. Yeah, there's some really annoying Twitter thread, like, you might think that Pierre, Pierre, Pierre Novelli came out of the bin bags. Well, well, sit your ass down well, and listen to this. Well, strap in for a, <laughs> yeah. the knowledge dildo's going to fuck your eye holes <laughs> oh, out. And sassy bitch emoji, boodly uh, doodly. People are the worst. Anyway. It's gross. So, so um, I started saying it to replace poop hats. Okay. Because I kept saying... Because you're growing up. I'm... (laughs) (laughs) You're maturing at last. I'm growing up. And I can't keep saying that uh, uh, Justice League was poop pants. (laughs) 
I'm now saying it was bin bags. I'm just going, oh, that's absolute bin bags. And the idea that it's not even rubbish, it's like the container, I don't know. It's fun right. to say. It's the alliteration. It's also, yeah, and it's also the plurality of it. Bin bags. Yeah. And not saying some bin bags, that it's conceptually bin bags. It is bin bags, yeah. So she, uh, the text is, she says, uh, um, she says, I have a new favorite thing to say from Bud Pod. It's bin bags. Mm-hmm. Her friend says, what? And she says, like, oh, I had a bin bags day. Oh, this is a text conversation. Yeah, yeah. And her friend goes, oh, as in, like, that was bin bags. Like, that film was bin bags. And then her friend goes, the current season of Game of Thrones is bin bags. Yeah. And she goes, yes, very bin bags. Right. So that's um, that's Charlie Kay's opinion on uh, Got. Got. On Jota. Um, I don't mind Game of Thrones uh, Series 8. I think I'm just relieved that it's ending. It's I'm, just, one... I'm just so relieved to have one less thing to keep track of. <laughs> I was about to say, one less job. Yeah. That's the thing. With it feels t- like finishing school, <laughs> and and I this, I got the same feeling as at the end, at the end of school. People were like sad, like oh no, my friends are going. It's like and I was just there going, but school's finished. <laughs> this is better than any friendship you will ever make. <laughs> Freedom. Yeah, it's better. What was wrong with you? I'm, and gonna, that's how I, I'm gonna miss everyone in prison. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> You're free, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this doesn't matter at all in comparison to being um, free. That's so funny. The, um, to finish the most oppressed mo- period of your life, where you're ba- you're almost in the army, it's like, <laughs> it's the, like it's it's as close to military life as you're gonna get. And you're sad. You have to wear a tie. You're a child in a tie. <laughs> it's perverse. It's weird. Uh, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. I'm just I'm I'm relieved it's over. Don't worry, no spoilers if you've not seen it. Yeah. I I get very annoyed. Uh, about the old spoiler thing as well, so don't worry about it's, that. It's a th- it's like I I'm, I can't wait to not have to worry about these fucking people. If if you want to shock yourself, Phil and the listener, go and find a picture of Tyrion Lannister from season like one. Uh huh. That guy looks forty years younger than he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His face right now, be craggy. Yeah, he's he's really, got he's a barmaid. Crag face, like you wouldn't believe. He's yeah. like an ancient... His face is as craggly and wrinkly as the face of any South American coffee seller on the wall of a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's craggly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so people have been saying um, bin bags, which is great. People have started to say bin bags, and that's very pleasing. Um, so, uh, we, we uh, also got a lot of emails in general. I've had I've now um, had work emails that signed off. Keep jacking it. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it really backfired, didn't it's, it? So it's. <laughs> I just replied, no. <laughs> Keep uh, jacking it. From your email. mortgage advisor. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, and it, so funny. Yeah. All right. Frank gets in touch. Hi, Frank. Hello, peas in the bud. Keep it short. Keep it short. Hello, peas in the bud pod. Uh, yep, lovely. Very That's nice. That's nice. Just wanted to share with you the tale of an okay thank you that has haunted me since my university days. Oh, lovely. An academic. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, during my first year of uni in one of my minor subjects, cultural studies, whatever that is, he says. And uh, I don't think that's minor. Cultural studies. Frank? Isn't that everything? All art? Yeah, it's pretty, that's a broad... That is vague. Yeah. Uh, We were tasked with one of the uncoolest cool things. (laughs) A PowerPoint presentation. Uh, 
has a, can a PowerPoint presentation be cool in the first place? I, I guess know. you're surfing the the information uh, super highway, super highway <laughs> which is kind of cool. <laughs> Never surf on the highway; it's very dangerous. Uh, I was due to give mine my presentation in week six, okay, of term. So I had ample time to bang it together and not worry about it. Lovely. Uh, the day the presentation came, I was fairly relaxed about it. I'd hit all the key points. I'd changed the generic font. Very nice. Yes. Papyrus. Impact. What will it be? Show them you've put in some, some thought. Put some color in there. Uh, I'd done an extremely mediocre job. <laughs> <laughs> all previous presentations, no matter what the standard, had received a well done from the lecturer. And there were some extremely low standards, he says. Some of his friends were binbags. <laughs> and a compulsory round of applause from other students. Oh, gosh. Mm. So I had that to look forward to. I delivered my presentation just slightly above half-heartedly and managed to get through all my notes, and it felt like it had gone fine. Turning to the lecturer, uh, waiting for the praise to wash over me, and my humble face prepared for the applause. <laughs> that is a funny face. The face you, the face you put on anti- anticipating approval. Yeah, I was anticipating something you're going to have to downplay for the sake of humility. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to in- pretend not to enjoy this. <laughs> uh, turning to the lecturer, waiting for praise to wash over me and my humble face prepared for the applause, I was met with, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. And I had to shuffle back to my seat. It still haunts me to this very day. I was the only one from the entire class that didn't get a well done. That okay, thank you stung. <laughs> Love the podcast. Keep jacking it. Oh, no! <laughs> but but that, that is really funny for everyone to get praise. Well but done. Like, but also, like, the, when something is so unanimously bad that everyone silently agrees... We're not going to cheer this. Yeah. If there's an understanding, a tacit understanding that that was bad, uh, completely unambiguously. And also that, like, we've all clapped for everyone, but that was so bad, not one of us feels that justice needs to be done. We've all silently, telepathically decided that there will be no clapping for you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty... I want to see that presentation. I actually am fascinated to... <laughs> Frank, what was it about? What part of all human, culture? All human culture. Do you think he just stood up and he went, uh, weaving uh, a play, um, pencil sketches? He just listed. Maybe it was Batman. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Just, like, silent, just silently walking back to the seats. Okay, next one. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick one from Adam. Oh, hi, Adam. Hey, Bud Pod Buds. It's like my mum always says, there are two kinds of people in this world, wankers and liars. Okay. Right. Keep on jacking, Adam. Uh, Is that it? That's it. There's only two types of people in this world, wankers and liars. As in, like, people who, who jack Oh, it. of course. Yeah. It's about how um, uh, we were t- talking last time about how wanking is the, the thing where you... It's the, the no- most normal... The weirdest normal thing. The weirdest normal thing. Weirdest that's normal right. thing. That's a good category. We should do... We should do that. Uh... Henry gets in touch. Hi, P-Buds. Oh, hey, Henry. Uh, I, uh, or Harry, which is an insane shortening of Henry. I think Henry was the one who said, keep jacking it. I think he invented oh, really? it. Oh, really? Um, or maybe he's in, maybe, 
Well, thanks a lot, Henry. Yeah. He says, I apologize. That okay. My well-intentioned email has resulted in the unwanted and actively disliked catchphrase. <laughs> However, I'd like to express my delight that my love of bashing the bishop has <laughs> become so intimately linked with the podcast as to become an unofficial catchphrase. Keep checking it. No. Phil, you may remember someone tweeting you about having the same shoes as you at one of your works in progresses at King's Cross. I'm looking for some new ones, and I thought I'd see what you're currently repping. Oh, I'm I'm wearing uh, New Balances, three seven threes. They're just very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I I put off getting New Balances because they've got a fucking N on them. Like uh, they're called New Balances, and their logo is an N, like just a big N. Yeah, just a big N or a sideways Z. Yeah, that's it. Actually, from yeah. some angles, it looks like my my feet are sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil. Oh, Phil. We've ha- we've got some messages. We've got another message from the slow plopper. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So to k- get her on up to date, we Pear and I have a close friend uh, who poos slower than any human has ever lived because he genuinely believes that it's bad for you to squeeze it out and that it has to fall out of you naturally that, by that, erosion. That if your natural muscles don't do it on on its on their own. Mm-hmm. It's it, in my head. It's the equivalent of holding in piss until it bursts out. Yeah, it, it is insane. But okay, what what's he said now? Dear Phil and Pierre, and and, and it, this is gonna be hard to read. Okay, because yeah. it's all in capitals. Great, and it's j- mad gibberish like it was last time. Dear Phil and Pierre, been on holidays, so just caught up with your Weasley podcast episode eleven. You'll catch it. You'll catch it. It's done now. It's finished. Having a plop at me welding a sword like a real man. What's finished? This holiday or our (laughs) podcast? First thinks this, Phil. You make me laugh having a plop. Just because I was learning to defend myself with a stick over the park. Whist you were busy rubbing a calculator all over your face in a hair condition room. Crying because nobody licked you because you licked like Dexter's lab. Oh my god. Because we're talking about him spinning the sticks. Spinning oh, yeah, spinning his, his, his spinning umbrella. His swords, yeah. Second thinks, second thinks, why taunt a man who can slay thee with a blade? You're for it, both of you are for it, and by it I mean death by blades. What's an uncool cool think it's uncool, Phil, not having a head? It's cool if I lop it off with a plastic tube from Matalan, slow but nice and great. Ho, 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 I'm imagining it now, what a wheeze. Oh, don't say I didn't warn you, lop, lop, lop. Eterallo and Dorenno Utilian. I don't even know what that is. I can feel us losing listeners every time every time you read one of his emails. I can feel people turning off and unsubscribing. What's that? It's Aragorn's coronation oath. Have that, you fucking pair of scutters. Watch out. Scutters. <laughs> Sloppu is how he signs off. Oh my god. Please stop sending those in. Horrible, that was nonsensical garbage. Absolutely mad gibberish. And it, we, we will not stop, which just means he's going to keep writing in. Um, we will not stop saying you're supposed to squeeze your poos out. You have muscles <laughs> in there for that purpose. <laughs> God's sake. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, um, hello. Yes, uh, is, that, is that the respica? I'm calling the... Is it RSPCA or RISPCA? The RISPCA. I hello RISPCA. I am. It's Marjorie here. Um, I'm in the woods and um, I I was on a hike um in my in my special shoes uh, from my wedding 
and I was hiking uh, for nostalgia reasons in the woods. Um, and I'm calling because I know, I know that you're the animal people, and I don't think it's a matter for the police because I don't think it, anything's been done wrong. But I think I saw the Bigfoot, um, and I don't want the police to have the Bigfoot because they're small-minded. Uh, possibly, and a Bigfoot is an animal, and you're the animal people, so that's why I'm calling. And I saw him, and he had a Bigfoot, and it wasn't like, it wasn't the biggest foot I've ever seen, but it was too big for his body, and he was like a big, um, an L, and he was in the woods and hairy, and he was making a barbecue, but it was um, outside of the normal barbecue area, that's why I was suspicious. And it was a tray, silver tray with the coals. But he wasn't, he was cooking, it was an apple. He was then put an apple in half and was cooking it. And that's what I'm calling about because I think the Bigfoot shouldn't be doing that. I assume his diet is more, more carnivorous. And he's cooking apples. And I'm worried someone's got to him. Someone's got to Bigfoot and made him a vegan. And he doesn't have that understanding of his own dietary requirements. He might not be the same as a person. Like you're not supposed to have a vegan cat. And maybe he's going to be sick. And as soon as we discover him, he dies because he's afraid of beef now. Anyway, um, I hope you can find me. I don't know where I am. I'm in the woods. On an unrelated note, we have a, a message in from our friend George. Oh, yeah. Hello, lads, he says. Oh, what's George saying? It's me, your long-term friend and mine. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Actor and sometimes sketch comedian George Foraker's. I absolutely love the show, lads, as you know, but I think you need to give some careful thought to the demographic you're attracting with the subject matter. Every time I tune in, I get a creeping feeling that each episode contains a niche bit of depraved sexual titillation, usually by Phil. What? <laughs> There's the obvious example of humiliation by German poo categorizer. That was a, I remember that one. Yeah, that was, uh, that was Bud Poo, the yeah. infamous Bud Poo episode. Uh, but also more subtle things, like <laughs> Phil pooing quietly onto a cloth. But that's the same episode. Phil chopping up said poo kneeling on the floor. That's the same episode. Phil covered in his own jizz. Having been caught off guard by a fellow dorm- okay, dormitory fair, boy. Okay, to be that could be any episode. Phil having his toenails perfected. Talking about which type of piss <laughs> is the stinkiest. Not the fresh kind, insists Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Phil demanding he has a squeaky clean bum bum all the time, at all times. I don't mean to kink shame anyone, but having been friends with both of you for ten years, I thought I'd give you a gentle heads up in case some well-meaning deviant starts sending you some absolutely appalling home-drawn fan art. Especially now that you're literally encouraging people to keep jacking it. I'm not! I'm not encouraging people! <laughs> oh, that's great. I didn't realise quite how many fetishes your content aligned with. I'm just, I'm just talking about piss and poo, which we do every episode. <laughs> Is, I think and it's fucking more... dogs now. Uh, but that wasn't me, and I said it was mad. Uh, George says, okay, thank you, keep up the good work. And he signs off, best wishes to you pair of professional pod pilots, see you soon for a smooth, thick, disgusting glass of Lucky Kentucky. Ugh, what is that? Oh, all right. <laughs> Lucky Kentucky from last it's year. your own brand. My own brand of uh, I like that you know, your mind was so in the gutter, well, also you thought that Lucky Kentucky meant... God knows. Yeah, God no, knows. sorry, Lucky Kentucky is a, a, a delicious brand of uh, bourbon. It's the it's the octopus eggs. I oh, he's, he's got octopus eggs in it. <laughs> uh, Charlie gets in touch. Hello, postage and packaging. Lovely. That's good. Yeah, I like that one. Loving the bud pod so far. I have a question for you both. What are your favorite albums? I would love to know. Albums like musical albums. I, I'm or like albums been... of childhood photographs. <laughs> well, for well for me, it's uh, 
1999. Uh, favorite albums, music albums. Well, I mean, that's a big question. Yeah, I'm not really one. I'm not really someone who talks about uh, music or albums in that way. I, I'm always very envious of people who are like, oh, that's a great album. I go, oh yeah, is this song on it? I like that song. Yeah, I wish I, I feel knew like more. a real stooge. I I know that I am as a music fan to music. Mm. What what some people are to comedy, and those people make me frustrated. Right. Because they're like, oh, is that good? Is that good comedy? And I don't really, I don't really, the kind of people who don't remember the names of comedians, I don't know the names of anyone in a band. I just know the name of the band. Sure. You know. Although on that note, um, um, (laughs) shout out to um, my own radio show that went out on Sunday night. It's called Wangsplaining. So please check that out on BBC Sounds and give it a listen. Phil's favorite album is Wangsplaining on BBC Sounds. Well, no, the music on it is by a Singaporean musician called Fox, spelled F-A-U-X-E. And he's got an album called Iklas, I-K-H-L-A-S. And that's on Spotify, and it's a beautiful album. So Ooh, check that out. That's very nice. It's like he's uh, he's re- remixed of Malaysian folk songs and stuff. Cool. With new beats, and it's brilliant. Well, on that note, in fact, it's one of my favorite albums at the moment, Charlie. Uh, Trials of Cato, that folk band I was playing, you and George. Oh, yes, they're um, good. They're really good. They have an album uh, called Hide and Hair, and it's a sort of modern folk uh, with a couple of covers. Hide and Hair by the Trials of Cato. They're a, a, a lovely new folk band, and they're really lovely boys. Yeah. Um, so I guess we have albums we like, but I, yeah. that, I've never. I mean, Abbey Road by the Beatles is about as good an album as I can imagine. Also, like I have albums where I love them, but I don't think that you will. You know, like yeah. I don't think that it's somehow an a, an objective quality. And often I love them for personal reasons, mm-hmm. even if they now I think they're a bit bin bags. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm a big Marilyn Manson fan. Uh-huh. In I general. Never, I never gave her a chance. <laughs> She's a beautiful, talented woman, uh-huh. Marilyn Manson. Uh, Charlie also has a libertarian authoritarian thought. Every citizen is giving... I've thought this. Is this a libertarian <gasps> Charlie, authoritarian Charlie, I've thought one? this. Which one is this? Every citizen is giving a, given a metal straw at birth, and it's theirs to use for the rest of their life. You get one... This is authoritarian? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I've, I've. You get one free replacement. I think this could reduce plastic waste. I've thought of the metal straw. In my head, Charlie, it was on a necklace. That's lovely. That's like a little fluke dude. Like you're in, like, <laughs> a, like you're a sommelier. They've got that weird chalice around their neck. Sure, on a sure. chain. Yeah. Uh, like a little ritual thing. Imagine if everyone had a necklace with a little toot toot straw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be, I think it would be cool. And you're like, you could pass them down. This was my grandfather's milkshake straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I, he I, threw his milkshake at a Nazi. It, it has been suggested, semi-jokingly, that we all should carry our own straws. Yeah, but then I guess people would be like, well, we have to mine loads of metal now. Sure. And that's bad like, for the ground. But I sure. think it's fine for the ground. Uh, but I haven't costed it, frankly. Uh... Quick one from David. Hey, Puff Buddies. Puff Buddies? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Been enjoying the pod since the heady days of episode one. Wow. David was right fucking in there, like a legend. Just a quick weird unweird for you. Oh, it's catchy. Weird unweird. Okay. Like weird as normal thing? Oh, weird as normal thing. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. The eating of eggs. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you, Dave. I did uh, a um, a show on Sunday with a comedian who carries around a cooler with hard-boiled eggs in it. Okay, let's stop that story immediately. You Say that again. You did a gig with a comedian uh, yep. who has a cooler. Yeah, he carries around. I, I won't say his name in case he doesn't want people to know. He seemed 
perfectly happy he people. He shouldn't do. want people to know. Um, he can, brings on a he's cooler. He's carrying around a cooler full of farts. Full of um, uh, hard-boiled eggs. And How many? He, so he's got a carton of them in there, but instead of like eggs, like raw eggs, they are hard-boiled eggs. Like a prank almost. Yeah, yeah. So he'll take them out and he'll salt them and he'll eat them and go do a gig. And it's absolutely repulsive. And you, so you don't odd. like eggs, though? I love eggs. Oh. I just find that, like, wheeling around a cooler with a little fake punnet of eggs. I, but I always forget how much I like a boiled egg until I have one. I'm like, oh, this is a bit gross. I have one. I was like, actually, that was brilliant. I think, I, I think that it's, like, not a food for just in public. Because it's, like... Yeah, it makes little, you look insane. It makes you look like a character in a film who's going to kill at some point. Mm. It smells like farts. It does smell like farts. There's, there's shell. There's bits of shell. There's an element that... Of clean up to that. You've got sure. to peel it and it's a bit like visceral. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's their... How do they justify this? Um, it's good for you. High protein. Yeah, but just eat your meals when it's meal time. How busy are you? that You have a well, coo- the you have time to boil six eggs and arrange them in back in their own packaging. Well, it's just like people bringing packed lunches. That's... <laughs> so eating eggs is the weird... Well, why does uh, David think it's weird? That's it. He just says eating eggs. Oh, okay. Like it's an odd... Like... Uh, I, I guess, like, conceptually, it's quite odd. It's very common in nature. I get very annoyed with people like, ugh, those are chicken periods. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, steaks are animal muscles. Well, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. This is life. This is <laughs> Animals eat each other. Yeah. What's Have you not seen that you? yet? Also, uh, it isn't, because chicken and people are different. <laughs> no, Phil. Everything is the same. <laughs> it's important to remember that everything is the same, and all good things are bad, actually. And all bad things are actually good. If you can draw a tiny element of parallel between those between two seemingly different things, yeah. they're basically the same. Yes. Yeah. And there's been a lot of that. Nigel Farage being hit by a milkshake is the same as an assassin killing <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite charity worker mm-hmm. tomorrow. Everything is the same. But it isn't. Nothing is different. Things yeah. are the same. The amount of times I, have to, I feel I have to tell people <laughs> it is okay to have double standards about two things that are different. <laughs> <laughs> People completely lost touch. Oh, oh, see, like, like uh, in my show where I talk about the the double standards thing with like, oh, you'd you'd eat a chicken but not a dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you'd breastfeed your own child but you won't breastfeed my friend Colin. <laughs> yeah. And they're both hungry humans and they yeah. both need your help. And you're like, well, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Everything's made up. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Zara gets in touch, and I won't say her name, but it's a hell of a name. It's a, one of those complicated names that can only arise from, I don't know, diplomacy. Let me see. Have a little look at that name. Ooh! <laughs> yeah, her parents help. have been about. Yeah, I can't help but feel Phil is overplaying it somewhat there, but never mind. Wow! Uh, hi, PP boys. Yeah. Uh, that's fair enough that we're PP boys. Hope you're well. Just coming at you with some thoughts I've been having during my exams. The level of influence this part has had on me really struck me. Dude, when I oh opened, God, she's going to fail her exams. <laughs> That's what Sorry, she's, she's going to walk up and down a tube carriage. When I was young, I listened to a podcast and I failed my exams. I fucked my exams. <laughs> I fucked my exams. <laughs> the, um, the level of influence this pod has had on me really struck me when I opened one of my exam papers. Didn't like the question. And all I could think was uh, of an extremely exasperated, I'm a pilot. I can't possibly answer this. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I got me thinking. Uh, coolest uncool thing: invigilators. Yeah, they are kind of cool. I kind of thought invigilators yeah. are cool. Says, I know, but hear me out. Sure, they're kind of fusty and universally scorned. But I think it's the most baller thing that they get 
to flex their freedom and get paid for it in a room full of discontented I, youths. I think that's one of my favourite ever coolest and cool things, because yeah. that, that is spot on. Because you think, oh, what a dork. But also you see these teachers who are like usually like supply teachers, yeah. suddenly in this new powerful light, yeah. you're like, wow, Mr. Davis actually has got something to him now that... He's got a swagger I didn't see it before. Yeah, he's he's in, he's instilling the fear of God in these people. Yeah, that's really good. That's pen, a good pens down. Good. I'm just finishing his pen. Pens down. Yeah. Finish the exam. Yeah. Time's up. That's a good cool. That's a good one. Uh, it's the ultimate power move, she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be batshit, but just a thought. Anyway, totally love the pods. I keep going. Okay, thank you, Zara. Okay. That was thank good. You. Thank you, Zara. That's a good one. Yeah. A very good one. Um, and of course, a lovely email from Gunnar Garais, who says he'd love to discuss a business opportunity with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's offering us paper click. His primary focus is to generate sales through clients through online marketing. Uh, so it's, thank you, Gunnar. Yes, please, more of those um, guys. Do, yeah, please. Love hearing from you. We would love to se- uh, generate more clicks through online marketing to sell shirts that say keep jacking it, I guess. Imagine if we, if we got an email like that that was obviously spam, and then at the end was keep drinking <laughs> whoa he meant it this is a real guy if you got started getting nigerian prince emails with keep jacking at the bottom oh, dear man. dear sir madam we am looking for a trusted person for the transfer of over a million pounds dollars sterling of inheritance money i am a general from the, just on and on, and on. <laughs> keep jacking it right at the end oh yeah <laughs> my coolest uncool thing is people not believing me. <laughs> <laughs> me and my baby having fun on the dark web. Me and my baby looking for drugs on the dark web. We're gonna get some drugs, we're gonna buy some guns We're gonna have a lot of fun on the dark web Uh Oh, the dark web I got a pocket full of cryptocurrency I'm gonna spend it on stuff They're not gonna jail me Because you can't be traced on the dark web I'm not really sure I've not done enough research uh-huh. On the dark web Gonna buy some gross stuff On the dark web Ooh, it's horrible I shouldn't have seen that right there Oh dear That wasn't meant for human eyes But I'm in too deep I'm gonna buy some guns I'm gonna buy some bombs And buy some drugs On the dark web uh-huh. Oh, the dark web I'm gonna go to jail on the dark web mm. I've really failed on the dark web Yeah But at least I know where to buy high quality CBD mm, Yeah Uh-huh episode 13 episode 13 we got through it we did it the the the, the, the i'm trying to think of more bad luck stuff um, uh ooh. the uh, opening ooh. umbrella indoors we we opened the we, umbrella indoors and we passed a knife from one hand to another is that yeah. well, is that unlucky yeah to pass between to hand, your own hands to hand someone a blade 
How are you supposed to give people's knives? Put it on the table. Is it? Yeah. I never used to think that. And then someone in my art class when I was in high school said it. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. Now my brain will think that too. Well, it's good because it's just practical. A lot of people got stabbed in the hand. Very and they went, practical. you know what? This is bad luck. Yeah. And also, it's almost like if they use the knife to murder someone, right? You can be like, I just put it on the table. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't feel bad about that. Well, Pierre and I have been passing a knife between each other for an hour. <laughs> We've been juggling. Yeah. We've been juggling three knives. It's been so much bad luck generated. Yeah. Uh, but that's we, fine. We hope that you guys don't have the bad luck we're going to have. Hope you, I hope you all don't get milkshaked. Um, Good luck out there. A lot of milkshakes. Unless you deserve a milkshaking. If you deserve a milkshaking, I really hope you get milkshaked. And I hope it's the silliest flavor. But do still keep listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you. Yes, please. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.